Hello and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Wiesner. I want to start off today's show discussing the power of discernment and propaganda, if it's possible to use one to inform the other. Personally, I'm not one that takes things at face value. If someone says something that I don't know anything about, or what they say doesn't make sense on whatever level, then I will go and research the topic. And there aren't many government agencies that I trust. And the legacy news media has lost me as a viewer for 99% of the places that I check for news information. When the pandemic started back in 2020, it didn't make any sense to me. It was like I was visiting opposite world. It's partly because I studied microbiology, biology, and chemistry in college and have kept up with it over, over time. So what they were saying to me just didn't make any kind of sense from my training and or reading done over a number of years. We all possess a powerful instinct, a gut feeling or intuition And so my own personal spidey sense was going off big time. And my discernment powers told me that they were lying, but I had no reason, but I didn't know why they were lying. Earlier in 2022, a Freedom of Information Act by the blaze shows that Health and Human Services spent $1 billion for a media campaign to build public confidence in and uptake of COVID vaccines using legacy news media outlets. So the government spent a billion dollars of taxpayer money to tell you and I that the gene therapy shot was safe and effective, and that basic preventative measures such as mask wearing and social distancing worked, which is total and pure nonsense. The documents released to Blaze revealed that hundreds of organizations in the news media were paid to produce TV, print, radio, and social media advertising to coincide with the release of the gene therapy shots. The government also used social media influencers and so-called experts to be interviewed and promote a mass vaccination campaign in the news. I don't know what a social media influencer would know about the safety of a gene therapy shot, but they were happy to take the money the government provided. These news organizations included ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, the New York Post, covered stories of these shots, but failed to disclose that they had received money, our taxpayer dollars at work, to support the vaccine efforts. Now, the Blaze contacted all of these organizations, and they firmly held and said, the, and said that they believed there was no conflict of interest, that the advertising department would have no effect on the editorial staff's ability to choose what they write about. But somehow, I don't think that's quite true. If your story doesn't align with large sums of money that are being spent by the advertisers, you're not going to have advertisers after a little while. But I don't trust the pharmaceutical industry, the food industry, the agricultural industry, and any number of foundations or NGOs. 
Bill Gates has, through the Gates Foundation, 319 to 320 million dollars used by 30,000 grants to to help train journalists. Because of the Gates Foundation grant, Mr. Gates' influence in the press is not to be underestimated, and it is far-reaching. You can receive a Gates Foundation grant, work for a news organization that's funded by Gates, and belong to a press association funded by Gates in areas that are of particular concern to him, which includes the fields of health, education, and global development. So again, my little spidey sense goes off and goes, I don't trust what is being said. This wasn't the first time, or it's probably not going to be the last time, that the government infiltrates or bribes hundreds of journalists who then publish fake stories. Back in 1948, the CIA launched Operation Mockingbird, and they published fake stories at the CIA's requests. My research on the shots from the animal studies that they had done showed that they weren't safe and caused problems. So my discernment, my spidey sense was working just fine. I passed the information on to my family and friends, and about half thought I was crazy, and the other half were curious. What I want to make sure that you understand and do is that you can feel and sense what's happening beneath the surface of a certain situation, circumstance, or action. Don't dismiss your feelings and instincts when they don't match. If your gut, intuition, and instincts are pulling at you, then something doesn't add up. You need to listen and investigate. Don't try and rationalize, make excuses, or force the circumstances or information to match what appears to be happening. Discernment is a superpower that you can develop with practice. It cuts through the deception, the falsehoods, the illusions, and the manipulations to get to the heart of the matter. Using discernment and the tools of discernment will guide you through the vast choices available every day and allow you to pick what best serves you. The thing about discernment is it's not emotional. It's detached, neutral, and a non-judging perspective. Being able to discern what is good, real, and true is an exceptionally valuable and helpful tool for your future health and wealth. You're going to run into people who are going to say, you're going in the wrong direction or you're wasting your resources. Trust in yourself first. Others may have their own agenda and you're not in first place. They are. Your job is to grow and improve your level of discernment. That doesn't mean that you can't ask for insight from others, but you need to develop your own opinions and beliefs on all matters. This means you have to honor your gut feelings and instincts over others. Things can become tricky because others may confirm or have a totally different interpretation or viewpoint. You have to decide how much weight or value to give the opinion of others. You're taking responsibility for your choices in life. When you take responsibility, you've gained the freedom to live as you see fit. Discernment cuts through the false and misleading appearances to arrive at the truth. Other times, the truth will be instant, obvious, and very clear to you. Honor and value your feelings and intuition and respond appropriately in trust. 
Discernment is neutral, but it's very different from reacting. Reacting is generally highly emotional, and discernment is non-judgmental, where you view clearly and with little or no emotion. Discernment and reacting feel very differently. If you're confused or uncertain about a circumstance, a situation, or a person, utilize discernment until your clarity is high. Take a step back. Stop working on the situation. Ask the universe to reveal and and show you what you need to know. But you can continue living your life with understanding and trust that the truth will be revealed at the proper time. So the freedom of information that the blaze received and statistics from life insurance companies and the government itself are revealing that the gene therapy shot was not safe. Evidence is mounting that all-cause mortality is rising to levels greater than were seen during 2020 at the height of the COVID pandemic. One America Mutual Insurance Holding Company announced a death rate in the working-age Americans from 18 to 64 years in the third quarter of 2021 was 40% higher than pre-pandemic levels. Hartford Insurance Company announced mortality had increased 32% from 2019 and 20% from 2020. Lincoln National also reported claims increased by 13.7% year over year and were 54% higher in the fourth quarter compared to 2019. Similar information is being released around the world. A German health Insurance company reported their data were nearly 14 times greater than the number of deaths reported by the German government. A reporter from the expose shows the UK government quietly released a report. Nine in every 10 deaths from COVID-19 in England were in people who were fully vaccinated. The UK Health Security Agency publishes a surveillance report on February 24, 2022, The report shows 85 to 91% of adults who were infected, hospitalized, or died from COVID-19 were fully vaccinated. A different freedom of information request from the public health and medical professionals for transparency reveal that these gene therapy shots were not safe and had many adverse events. Anyone who went and got a shot was not presented with a full informed consent document. All of this information was hidden from us, and then they used fake news stories, propaganda, and censorship tools, used taxpayer dollars to pay and bribe the media, social, in an effort to keep all of the information from you and to spin it in such a way that it seemed perfectly all right, normal, and that. They had everyone's best interests at heart. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case, and it isn't the case today. There are well-known expressions that appearances can deceive and all that glitters is not gold. So use your instinct, gut feelings, and intuition to develop your own personal spidey sense of discernment. Have you heard the term insulin resistance and wondered what it was? The cells in your muscles, fat, and liver ignore insulin signals 
to absorb circulating glucose, which then builds up in your bloodstream, triggering the production of more insulin. This means your pancreas has to make more and more insulin to get the glucose out of your bloodstream and into your cells. Over time, insulin resistance leads to many serious health problems and accelerates the aging process. So if you're feeling tired and sluggish, especially after a meal, or having constant cravings for sugar and carbs, you could have insulin resistance, which affects one in three Americans today. The exact causes of insulin resistance are not simple. It's a complex interaction that's still being investigated, but that is influenced by chronically high blood sugar levels, diet, lack of exercise, poor sleep, and environmental toxins. What you eat is of vital importance in dealing with insulin resistance. Generally, a healthy, balanced diet is the first place to start. You want to eliminate as much processed food as possible and limit refined carbohydrates like sugar and white flour, as well as starchy carbs from your diet. Choosing non-starchy vegetables will increase your fiber intake, which can help reduce high blood sugar linked to insulin resistance. Staying hydrated by drinking water each day is also essential. Intermittent fasting may prove beneficial in dealing with insulin resistance. So you need to understand how the food you eat and consume affects your body and how you feel after eating each meal, which is something only you can do. A new study was just recently published in September 26, 2022 from Baylor University on smartphone users, their attachment to the devices, and what it means. The overall result stated that smartphone users would be disappointed with their devices and social, and social media to fill their need for purpose and meaning of, in life. Another conclusion was it would probably do the opposite and leave users feeling disconnected, unhappy, poor mental health outcomes. Dr. Christopher Piper said human beings are seekers. We seek meaning in our relationships, our work, our faith, in all areas of social life. We conclude that smartphone attachment could be causing a breakdown in social values because of unrestricted and limitless options they provide for seeking meaning, purpose, and inadvertently exacerbate feelings of despair while simultaneously promising to resolve them. Piper also said, seeking itself becomes the only meaningful activity, which is the basis of addiction. As I've said numerous times, I'm not the biggest fan of all this technology. I absolutely see benefits to many devices and instrumentation. I see all of these things as tools that can help make life easier, to be more productive. But I see many people addicted to their phones instead of interacting with human beings right in front of them. So I'm not surprised at the results of this study and expect all future studies will show similar results.
I'm fascinated by the mangrove trees that grow along the coastal regions around the world and into swampy areas. They're giant roots sticking up out of the water. It looks surreal to me. But mangroves are very important to coastal communities. They can protect these coastal regions from high seas, high winds, storms, and hurricanes. Mangrove forests sequester five times as much carbon as a tropical rainforest and absorb the brunt of storms, which can help protect people and inshore ecosystems. Mangroves also provide a nursery for young fish, crucial to a strong fishing industry. The fish hide and grow among the roots before heading out into open water. There are restoration projects for mangrove forests being done around the world. They would be helpful along the Louisiana coast and in protecting New Orleans. And there are more projects in Haiti. But this restoration of mangrove forests is difficult and hard work. You have to know the area exactly that you want to replant. And then you have to collect the seeds which fall off of the trees into the water and drift. So you have to collect those seeds as close to the target area as possible, which usually means by boat. Mangroves require years before they can stand on their own. And then you have to be lucky because a storm could come along and destroy what you just recently planted. So if you're ever in southern Florida or along the Louisiana coast or anywhere that has a mangrove forest, take a few minutes to admire this strange-looking tree that can do so much for Earth. So, are you afraid of the sun because of what the news or the medical profession have said about it being bad for you? Again, this is another convenient lie that benefits them and their products. Human beings and humanity grew up with sun exposure on the body. What early humankind didn't have was all the chemicals and toxins that we have in our environment. Your body has an innate intelligence. I want you to think about your body as a solar panel absorbing the rays from the sun, which allows certain processes then to be activated within the human body. You want smart sun exposure. You want to be as smart as your pets and animals are. They don't stand out in the noonday sun day after day after day. They find shade. My cat Eddie loves to be outside, even when it's in the high 90s. But he's laying on the ground in the shade, not directly in the noonday sun. Animals are smart. Sometimes I don't think people are as smart as our animals. I look at skin as a solar panel. Proper sun exposure allows your body to naturally make vitamin D3. There is a ancient process, procedure, or ritual that's called sun gazing. Now, if you look at what the medical literature has to say about sun gazing, they will say, oh, it's dangerous. It's bad. It's not good for you. Like anything else, if you will follow some simple directions and not change anything. My own experience says that sun gazing can be beneficial. 
So sun gazing is looking in the direction of the sun for defined periods of time and increasing the exposure over time. The best times to do sun gazing are sunrise and sunset, when the intensity and angle of the sun are not as intense. The process, procedure, or ritual that I, that I followed was to look in the direction of the sun for 15 seconds on day one and increase it by 15 seconds each day. The quality that both sunrise and sunset have in common is that it's very low in ultraviolet rays. For me, it helped improve my vision, decreased the super sensitivity that I used to have in regards to sunlight and my eyes. The human body has these innate qualities and some are around sun exposure. In my reading, sun gazing can lead to increases in melatonin and serotonin, improving endocrine health, improves the quality of your sleep, increases the size of the pineal gland, boosts energy, and improves dream recall. When doing sun gazing, you want to have bare feet touching the ground. I suggest that you do some of your own research and read about the slightly different procedures that are used in sun gazing to find one that would fit your needs. At the very beginning, the time commitment is small and inconsequential, but if you do the process to the full extent, you're talking up to 45 minutes near the end of the process. So 10 minutes in the morning or 10 minutes in the evening doesn't sound too bad, but that will slowly increase to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day. I found the process helpful, and I was also grounding myself, which is one of my rituals, and that I do outside when the weather permits. If sun gazing is something that you're interested in, then follow the established procedures and don't vary from them. Like most things in life, when we don't follow the directions, we can get ourselves in trouble. Use your intuition and discernment to decide if sun gazing would be beneficial for you. When I started my sun gazing, it was in the fall, which being here in North America means that the intensity of the sun is decreasing naturally. And I started sun gazing at sunrise. But one thing I hope you do consider is that your skin is a solar panel and your body takes that energy from the sun and uses it to your benefit. Well, that's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Wiesner. Have a fabulous week, people.